Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization with a mission to mobilize the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Last year, their Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, or VITA program, helped 1,400 households file their taxes for free. This year, the expanded child tax credit is available to Chautauqua County households with children, even if they don't normally file taxes or have a recent income. Nearly every parent or caregiver of a child with a social security number can receive up to $3,600 per child, and it's not too late. Learn more at getctc.org chq. It only takes about 15 minutes online to claim the child tax credit and learn about eligibility. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWaySCC.org. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant. Thank you much for tuning in to this episode of the show. Right now, we are talking to journalist and author and bookma who will be coming to the area November 20th for the virtual memoir writing workshop over at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Jamestown. That will be 2 o'clock. And uh, sounds really interesting, but let's uh, let's talk to the one doing the memoir workshop. Let's uh, let's talk to Anne. Let's find out more about her and the workshop. Anne, how are you doing? I am just great, Anthony, and thanks so much for having me on your show. Yeah, I mean we're uh, we're looking forward to having you here. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're over in uh, Hamilton, correct? Hamilton, Ontario. That's right. I'm in Hamilton, which is uh, right between, you know, sort of halfway between Niagara Falls and Toronto. I've been to Jamestown a couple of times. I've spoken to the Jamestown Unitarians before, and I'm also um, a big fan of Lucille Ball. And, of course, that's her hometown, and I've been to the Comedy Museum a couple of times, too. So I really, really, really love that museum. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's really, uh, I, I never, I knew of Hamilton, but it wasn't until maybe a year or so ago I interviewed, I interviewed a musician from Hamilton and happened to look up on my phone and I go, what, like, you're like right there. Like, you were definitely, I mean, you may be in Canada, but Hamilton is not terribly far from here. But uh, cool to be able to get some talent from uh, over in Canada and uh, bring them here for, yeah. uh, you know, for the memoir and every, the workshop and everything. But, I mean, to, to start off with you, I mean, let's, let's talk a little bit. You know, like I said, you're a journalist and author. You know, what originally sparked your interest in writing? Like, going back to the beginning, like, what uh, kind of got you into writing and that kind of made you discover it was a, uh, something you enjoyed doing? Yeah, you know, I, um, you know, I always, when I was young, preteen, you know, I, lo- I wrote a lot of angst, angsty poetry. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my parents were supportive and bought me a Smith Corona manual typewriter when I was about 13. Um, I had poems published in the yearbook, but you know, I was a very mediocre high school student. I had no plans to go to university or college. I kind of bummed around in high school, but I did well in my English class and, um, writing essays and stories of my English teacher, who who is actually Steve Bauer's father. I don't know if you know Steve Bauer's Canadian um, Olympic uh, cyclist. Oh, nice. His father was my grade 11. Yeah, his father was my grade 11 teacher. And he said, you know, you're not a bad writer. Have you thought about going to Niagara College, which was just up the street? And, you know, that encounter changed the entire uh, trajectory of my career. I ended up studying journalism. I worked as a newspaper reporter a magazine editor for for many years and then a freelance journalist writing for most of Canada's top magazines and newspapers 
um, you know, for four decades. I've had a 40-year writing career, which has been just wonderful to have a ringside seat, you know, at other people's stories. And then in 2019, I published my own memoir called My Year of Living Spiritually, One Woman's Secular Quest for a More Soulful Life. And um, that was published by Douglas McIntyre. And from then, I started offering virtual online memoir writing courses uh, at my website, annbookma.com. That's Ann with an E and Bookma with one O, annbookma.com. I offer something called the Six-Minute Memoir Online Writing Workshop Series. And that's designed to help people, a small group of 12 people, over the course of three weeks, write a thousand-word or six-minute memoir, a story from their life. And I've helped hundreds of people do this. It's a great joy of mine to offer that workshop. And what I'm going to be doing in Jamestown is an abbreviated version. It's a, I believe it's 90-minute workshop called Getting Started on Your Story. And that's for about up to 30 people. Um, and Jamestown Unitarian Universalists are hosting that. It's $30 U.S. And it's sort of a taste on getting started on your story. We, everyone completes the workshop with an intro to their story or a story from their life. And it's just a shorter version of what I do. And I, I just love helping people, uh, you know, tell their stories. It's, it's, it's such a powerful thing to do. And a lot of people think they can't do it, but in fact, they can. You know, most people just need a deadline and a guide, I have found. That's, I mean, and also, yeah, like like you were just talking about, I mean, with your background, I mean, obviously no stranger to a writing, even uh, even before memoir writing, really. So, I mean, definitely probably someone who uh, who knows a thing or two about that side of things. You know, like, like I, I guess like too, you know, because you were writing before, you know, obviously doing your memoirs, when you go to like memoir style writing, I mean, is that drastically different from other types of writing that you do? Or, I mean, is it fairly similar? I mean, is there is there any difference at all if you're going into, like, you have to go into basically, like, memoir mode? Or is writing a memoir like writing any other, you know, be it a short story or an article or anything like that? Yeah, memoir is quite unique. And, um, you know, the New York Times just a couple of weeks ago has said, that memoir is the genre of our time. That memoir category is very, very popular in publishing. And it's much different than poetry or fiction or, you know, um, essays, really. Uh, memoir is about your life. It's about your story, what you learned, and how you can artfully tell your story. Uh, memoir is often also about other people in your life and what they may or may not have done and that's where memoir gets very tricky is how much do you share about what others have done especially if it was something painful or, or disturbing uh so memoir is is quite a different genre i would say it's really it's writing about about your own life and and that is a very unique challenge um you know digging deep into particular experiences you might have and trying to make sense of them. You know, I think that memoir is such a beautiful category because, you know, some people, and I also do one-on-one -on -one memoir coaching for my clients, and some people dream of writing a book, you know, having a book on the shelves. I know I did, and I was so happy that that dream came true. But a lot of people want to write their memoirs or, a, or stories from their life because, um, it's their legacy, especially as we get older. A lot of my clients are midlife and older. Um, they want to make 
sense of things in their life. They want to leave a, leave a legacy for their children or grandchildren uh, or friends. They want to be seen and heard. They want to know that they matter. And writing down their stories and sharing them is a way of really um, not only making sense of our lives, but making meaning of our lives. So um, I think it is it's something that people are really um, driven to do. You know, Maya Angelou, the great Maya Angelou, had this wonderful quote, um, uh, "No, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. It's kind of like keeping secrets, which can be, you know, quite destructive, and it can be very freeing to release them. And you can do that, you know, in memoir. And Isaac Dennison, the author of Out of Africa, she also said, um, all sorrows can be born if you tell a story about them. And I really believe that's true. Um, I've helped so many people uh, share stories from their life. And time and time again, uh, you know, in my workshops, they not only write a story and get feedback from me, but they share it with others. And it can be a very sacred experience. Um sharing carefully crafted stories from our lives, whether often these stories are about childhood experiences, the death of parents, or alienation, separation, addiction, you know, sometimes they're pretty heavy topics. And sometimes they're not, sometimes they're more lighthearted. But, um, you know, it's often the tough stuff of life that memoir deals with. You know, we, uh, you kind of touched on it a, a second ago, but like, I'd, I'd kind of like to get more into it. Like, what do you think are some challenges that keep people from pursuing like writing, like even just the, the going out and doing it? Because I mean, like you, you were saying too, like everyone does kind of like, you know, who doesn't at some point kind of go like, oh, how great would it be to have a book of your own on the shelf or, you know, but like, again, everybody might think about doing it, but only, you know, X amount actually go and do it. I mean, what do you personally think are like some of the reasons that keep people from going and doing that thing where you actually do write that book that you always talk about, you know, writing? That's a great question, Anthony. And, you know, I would say uh, one of the things I teach in my workshops or share in my workshop is, and I believe there's four roadblocks to writing your memoir. Um, one, And it, it all has to do with self-doubt. Um, and I experienced a lot of self-doubt when I was writing my own memoir. You know, self-doubt is something that we have to wrestle with um, and, and really try to ignore or manage because uh, Sylvia Plath said self-doubt is the enemy to creativity. So self-doubt shows itself in four ways. People think they have nothing of value to say. They think they're not good enough to write their memoir. They think they don't have the time to write it, and they don't know how to write it. And these are all falsehoods. All of us have something of value to say. All of us are made of many hundreds of stories, actually. So many things have happened in our lives. And, you know, it's through these experiences and sharing them and making sense of them that we can share our wisdom with others or our insight or just, you know, not be alone in the world with things that we experience. We all have something of value to say. People think they're not good enough. People are very hard on themselves. You know, there's a few key strategies to memoir that I teach. I have taught absolute beginners, people who have never written a word before. But when you have a compelling story to tell, you're not making it up out of thin air. You already have a lot of the material. Often you just need, you know, some help with it. Um, people say they don't have time. Well, let's look at how much time, you know, the average North American spends on Netflix. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm as guilty as anyone. Uh, you know, we spend about six hours a day on our screens. So uh, writing does not have to mean going off 
on a weeks-long retreat or spending hours a day writing, you can write your memoir in 15 minutes a day as long as you stick with it and make it a dedicated practice. So we all have time to do this. And finally, people think they don't know how. As I said, um, there are a few you know, key guidelines to follow. I tell people how to open a story, um, the path to follow throughout a piece. Uh, most people can do this. All they need is a deadline and a guide. And that's where I can come in, um, you know, keeping people on track, encouraging them, providing feedback, and so on. Absolutely anyone can do this. You know, Frank McCourt won the Pulitzer Prize for his memoir, Angela's Ashes, maybe 30 years ago. I don't remember how long ago it was. He was about in his mid-60s. He'd never really written anything before. It is never too late. Uh, the woman who just won the um, Nobel Prize for Literature, uh, she's the French woman, I can't remember her name offhand, but she's 82 years old when she won that prize. Wow. Uh, there's a gentleman, a gentleman in Holland right now, a memoir of an 83 and a half year old who's in a nursing home. You know, it's his first book. You are never too late to do this. All it takes is um, a bit of dedication and, and often a guide to help you along the way. No, that's awesome. I mean, that's. I mean, it sounds like the workshops are great. If you've ever kind of had that, uh, even just an inkling of, you know, that would be fun, but or you know, cool to do. But yeah, for what any any of those reasons, like you said, you know, might be keeping somebody, the workshop might be a good way to get over uh, some of those hurdles that you have. Like with, uh, you know, like do you do you think with with memoirs too? I mean, is this something you feel like you need to be in a specific place in life to do, or can you kind of is it never too early to start thinking of your memoir, you know, and writing at any point in life? That's a really good. Um, that's a really good question. You know, um, I'm I'm sure there is somebody who has written a memoir at a very very young age. I'm sure there are people like that. Most people, uh, you know, some people, I, I'm thinking of Carolyn Knapp, K-N-A-P-P. She's written one of the best memoirs I've ever read. I believe she was in her late 30s when she wrote it. Um, and it was called Drinking a Love Story. And it was about her struggle with alcoholism. Beautifully written memoir. Very honest. Very raw. Um, about drinking and how much she loved it and how it kind of destroyed her until she got better. Uh, she went on to write another memoir called Pack of Two, which is about her affection for her dog, this the human bond with animals. And uh, she died quite young. I think she was in her 40s. So uh, sometimes I think people can write a memoir if they've been through a particular experience. Say you've had an eating disorder or you were in a plane crash or some some tremendous thing has happened in your life. You've got the material you need to write that memoir, even though you might not be older. But for most people, it's, uh, you know, it's in reflecting on our lives when we're post-50, post-60, I would say, when we really want to make sense of things. And um, it becomes more urgent. You know, writing a memoir is one of the top goals or dreams of people post-retirement that we show. Um, often, you know, some of my clients have no intention of publishing their work. They just want to leave something for their children. Uh, I have one client right now who is sick with cancer who is writing a legacy memoir for their children. So, you know, what I would give myself right now to be able to read a memoir of my grandmother who passed away 30 years ago. She grew up in Holland during the war. There's probably so many stories she had that are lost to history now. It's a great gift for people when you can write down your stories and, and pass it on. Um, and I think also, you know, memoir writing is very healing. My memoir was about a year I spent exploring 24 different spiritual practices from 
uh, goat yoga to magic mushrooms to going on a pilgrimage to past life regression. I tried all of these things. But it was also a story of leaving the fundamentalist Christian uh, church of my youth and finding another alternative. And the um, alienation that resulted from my family of origin, who were very religious, and the pain that that caused. Um, So, you know, it really helped me make sense of the whole experience. And I was still struggling with that alienation from my family of origin. So... Um, you know, memoirs are a wonderful way to reflect. And it's often not until we're actually in the process of writing that we kind of figure out some of the stuff from our life. And, you know, I think in the end, um, you know, the greatest fear we have as, as human beings, I think, is to be cast out of the tribe. I know that's something I wrestled with when I was young and I left the church. Um, and the greatest gift is to be seen and known. And sharing our stories with one another allows us to be seen and known. Um, you know, for me, the biggest reward in writing my memoir was how many strangers got in touch with me, people who are Jehovah's Witness or Mormon or Southern Baptist, you know, some of the more stricter religions who are wrestling with leaving and um, estrangement from their families who found some comfort in my book. So I didn't know these people, but it was so rewarding to know that they found some value in my story and that it perhaps helped them in some way. No, that is, that is really cool. It's great to, uh, I mean, to be able to have an impact like that with, uh, you know, with something like your memoir, that is really cool. And also like you were saying, I mean, really, uh, maybe you don't think about it, but I mean, memoir is a great way to leave a legacy. You know I mean? You don't, you don't have to particularly be like a public figure or, you know, somebody like a well-known person or anything like that. Like, Everybody can just, you know, you're leaving a legacy for even your family, or maybe you do put it out in the world, you know, like either way, it's getting out there. It's getting your story out there. It, it, it's an interesting way to look at it. I, uh, you know, I like that. Absolutely. I kind of like the approach. Yeah. yeah. And you, you certainly don't need to be famous. I mean, a lot of ordinary people have extraordinary stories. Um, in the workshop that I'll be leading in Jamestown, you know, it, it sort of touches on uh, telling one story from your life. You know, an autobiography is different than memoir. An autobiography it starts, I was born this day here, these are my parents, this is where I went to school. You know, a memoir is more encapsulating a theme in your life, whether it's loss or grief or addiction or overcoming disease or overcoming some challenge. A memoir, especially a shorter piece, is, is um, you know, reflecting on something that changed in your life in some way, some experience that you had or some insight that you had that made you a different person. And that's why memoirs are so powerful when we read them, because we, we might have not have gone through exactly what uh, that person went through, but we can often relate to the theme, whether it's grief or loss or growth or children leaving home or marriages ending, all of the things that human beings experience you know, we are not alone in these, in these challenges and memoir reminds us of that. That's awesome. I mean, and as we, uh, you know, as we kind of close this out here, you know, to learn, to learn more information, I mean, not just about this, uh, memoir writing shop, but I mean, on top of, yeah, I mean, you have your own books out, you have your own writing and everything. Like, where do we find you online? Where do we find your work? Like where, where can we go find all this stuff? You definitely have a bunch of great stuff to check out. Well, thanks for asking, Anthony. You know, you know, the greatest challenge of a writer is, one, doing the writing, and two, letting people know about what it is you're doing. I always say, you know, there's no point writing something if you're not intending to share it. I mean, journaling is different, right? 
so for writers, it's often a challenge because we make our living through speaking and writing, and we so appreciate people who buy our books and sign up for our workshops. So people can find me at Anne, A-N-N-E, Bookma, B-O-K-M-A dot com. You can read about my book there. I do zoom into book club meetings. My book is a great book for, for book clubs because it gets people to explore their own religious and spiritual history. My six-minute memoir workshops are on there. Those are three-week um, workshops. Uh, the next one starts November 15, and I have three spots still open. And also, um, yeah, I think that's about it. And then, and then the Jamestown event is happening on Sunday, November 20th in the afternoon. Um, there's information on that on my website, or you can go to the Jamestown Unitarian, Unitarian uh, Congregation's website. That's only $30, a 90-minute workshop that will give you a taste of memoir, and I think it will excite people and make them realize they're much better at this than they thought they might be. That is awesome, man. I mean, uh, any anything else? Have we left uh, anything out that we should let people know as we uh, close this out? Well, one thing I just, it's, it's, it's a great, um, it's given me, um, you know, just so much pleasure in life to help other people tell their stories. And uh, a lot of people are nervous about it, and I encourage you not to be. Um, with a gentle guide and group support and strategies, you wouldn't believe how satisfying it can be to take a story from your life, even a difficult one, and find the meaning and creativity and truth in it. It really is an incredibly rewarding experience. So I encourage people to to try that out. Well, great. I've been talking to journalist and author Anne Bookma right here. And again, November 20th, the uh, memoir writing workshop over at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Jamestown. That is at 2 p.m. And uh, I'm Anthony Merchant. I'll be back here in a second with more for you right here on Arts on Fire. <laughs> 